Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Well, happy Thursday and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and to start off with, on behalf of myself and producer Kaina, we want to wish the happiest of holidays to everyone. Now, uh, getting the usual stuff out of the way, if you are in the area, you can call in for 258-9337. And... If you are everywhere else, including the, wow, it really has turned into winter, San Francisco Bay Area, the toll-free number is 877-697-9725. Now, because of the fact that, you know, everybody has family to get to and and especially producer Kaina, who was very kind to interrupt her Thanksgiving to be able to log on and take care of the chat room, um it is a um it is sorry about that um actually i am up in the mountains and it can be a little bit dicey with the reception so what i'm going to do is i will yeah, if the phone goes out then that just means my signal went out and kind of will be stepping in So, as far as today's episode goes, what we're going to be talking about is living in a way that allows us to have an attitude of gratitude and also living forgiving. And when we talk about being able to um, live from an attitude of gratitude, that's just really, you know, what today is supposed to be symbolizing. Now, I understand for a lot of different people, Thanksgiving has a lot of different meanings and it has a lot of different energies, both on a personal level and on a cultural level. You know, not everybody feels exactly the same way about the origins and all of that and, and, you know, however you feel about it, you know, my blessings to you. And the idea of acknowledging, taking time to acknowledge all the things we're grateful for and all the blessings we have, that's pretty cool. And the one thing that's even cooler than that is being able to recognize your blessings and pass those blessings on. So that's where the living forgiving comes in. And at this time of the year, you know, we, we see the, the homeless shelters that are filled and the, the soup kitchens and the churches and all of those people who are just, you know, really doing a lot to try to help feed folks. And, you know, as I sit here and I see my, you know, everything's all getting ready and I can smell the smell of turkey, I realize how blessed I am that I'm inside right now and I have food that's cooking and I have, you know, my son is going to be, you know, coming over to, you know, share a Thanksgiving dinner with me 
and all those things that mean so much. And, you know, and I have my dear friend kind of, you know, my, my sister from another mother who you know, takes time out of her day to help and take care of, of you know, me and, and help me with this and all the things that she does take care of for me. And, and all the ways that I'm so tremendously grateful for, you know, the help that she gives me both, you know, with my work and as a person. And she is probably one of the most giving people that I know. And, you know, she always makes time to be able to, you know, help out with organizations and things like that. Now, you don't have to devote your whole life to it, but there's little things that we can do. And... For me, one of the best ways that I show gratitude is by not taking those blessings for granted and by saying, you know what, you know, maybe I can donate to a charity that means a lot to me or maybe, you know, maybe I don't have enough to donate to that charity. But I can go through my closet and, you know what, that coat I haven't used in a while, I can donate it. I've got blankets that, you know, either I could take to a shelter or you can take to an animal shelter because they like to be able to put, you know, some of the shelters have concrete floors and they like to be able to put down something soft for the animals to lay on. And how cool is that to, you know, take something that, you know, it's like, well, I don't need it, but somebody else could really use it. And getting into the mindset of what is one thing that I could do today that would help out somebody else. And maybe it's just as simple as when somebody walks by, say, hey, you have a great day, or wow, you have very pretty eyes, or you've got a really nice smile. All of these things are ways that we can give. And it is such a blessing to be able to look in someone's face and know that you brought their spirits up a little bit. You know, even if it's, you know, you see somebody trying to reach for something in the grocery store, and you reach up and you get it for them. You know, there was a woman who was in the grocery store the other day and I went in and she just, she was rubbing her head and, you know, she didn't look good and I stopped. And I said, are you all right? And she said, well, yeah, you know, the guy's getting something for me, but my head's hurting right now. And then she looked at me and she said, you know, a lot of people have passed me and you're the first one to stop and ask me if I was okay. She said, thank you. And, you know, it's like, well, no worries. But for just a little bit, her world got a little bit gentler. And maybe it helped her headache a little bit. And sometimes that's all we need to do. You know, we can be charitable without it costing us a thing. Maybe a little bit of time to stop and and acknowledge someone. Maybe, you know, the checkout person who is going through and, you know, they're trying to get through everybody and everybody's complaining in the line. But... You get up there and you go, you know, I really appreciate how, you know, you're trying to help everybody out and, you know, get everybody through. I said, I know it must be a really busy day for you. She goes, yeah, you know, I, you cannot believe this. It's like, well, yeah, I can. So, you know, thank you for, for doing your job well. And she looked at me and it was almost like there were tears in her eyes. And she said, thank you. And I said it loud enough for the people who were complaining in the line behind me to hear yeah, you can change someone's life with just a little moment of kindness. And sometimes the one spirit that needs to be raised more than anything else is your own. Because a part of 
giving, a part of of you know being compassionate and and taking care of somebody who's who's in a rough way. Sometimes we don't have to go any farther than the mirror to do that. Sometimes we need to think of not just being grateful, but what can we do to make our own lives easier in that moment. And maybe it's, you know what, I'm going to go and take a walk, you know, out in the trees, and I'm going to raise my spirits. I'm going to treat myself to a manicure and a pedicure. Or maybe I'm going to treat myself to going over to, you know, the the local art museum that you can just go into, you know, for free, and you can just walk around and have a quiet moment. What are the things that you things that you can do to treat yourself with the same compassion that you would treat a stranger in the store who looked like she was having a headache. It is so wonderful to take those times to just do something for ourselves, to have gratitude for just the fact that we're here. To, you know, and I know life can be really hard. And I know there are times when, you know, even for myself, that maybe I'm not feeling so grateful in that moment. Maybe I'm feeling hurt or afraid or frustrated or all of those things that are a natural part of the human condition. Nobody gets out without experiencing some of those. And in those times, at that point, what I give myself is a one-hour pity party. Maybe it might be a 15-minute pity party, but, you know, at the most it'll be an hour. And during that hour, I walk around and, you know, I'll be in my, my space. I'm all by myself, and I will stomp around the house, and I will speak of the injustices in the world and how mean everybody else is and how cruel it is and all of this. Embrace it. You know, it's like, no, you shouldn't embrace that. You know what, everyone's need to give us, you know what, this isn't fair. And this sucks. And I don't deserve this. And you know, even of letting yourself rant the, the lousiness of a particular situation, after the rant, you feel a little bit better. It's like, well, okay, somebody listened to me, even if it was just me. I have expressed to the universe that it was not fair. And I can still be grateful for what I have. It's just every once in a while you need to give yourself permission to not be happy, to be upset, to be hurt, because all that is is one phase that you are moving through. Ten minutes ago, maybe I was upset. Well, that doesn't mean I'm going to be upset, you know, now. It was means that I was upset 10 minutes ago. And I owned it. I experienced it. And then I let it go because holding on wasn't going to help me. And if I go on a rant about something or someone, then I take a breath after the rant. It's like, all right, universe, thank you for listening. You know, back to our regularly scheduled program. And I go back into my place of gratitude, including my gratitude that every once in a while I can vent. And it's important to be able to do that. It's important to be able to 
say, what does my heart need? What does my spirit need? As much as thinking about the needs of others. And sometimes we get real good at focusing on the needs of others and not on the needs that we have. And whether or not, you know, you can for, you know, forgiving and for, you know, being there and, and doing public service types of things, even if you don't have time to do that, you do have time to sit with whatever your spiritual practice is and say, you know what, creator, universe, however I envision it, I would like to make a request that the people who are cold have someone to support them and make them warm, that those who are going through a tough time be made happy and be supported as they go through their tough time so they can come out of it okay. You know, you can just do that, and even that thought changes things. And what it does is it changes something inside you. Because when we can take that step and, you know, hold someone else in a healthy compassion, now this isn't about, oh, well, I have to do things for everybody else and and not for me. It's not about that. It's not about self-sacrifice or martyrdom or anything like that. It's about being giving. And it's about living your life from a way of how can I make someone's life better even if it's my own? How can I be able to, you know, leave the world in this day better than the way the day started? By the end of the day, can I look back and say, wow, you know, maybe I I did a couple of things that, you know, maybe put a smile on somebody's face. You know, make a few people smile along the way. And believe me, you'll be one of the ones smiling. Even if things are heavy, even if you, if you don't have, you know, things in the world that you want, doesn't mean you're not going to have them by this time next year or next week or tomorrow. We don't know what it is that's going to be coming. And think that no matter how bad your life has been, no matter how hard the situations, you have survived 100%. I mean, that's, that's a phenomenal statistic that you have survived 100% of the things that you've encountered. You know, you may have gotten bumps and bruises and, you know, it may not have been pretty, but you survived it. And there's always that chance that everything will get turned around. In any moment of your life, you can turn everything around. You can change your life. And it's about what you choose. And maybe it works out well, maybe it doesn't. But at least, It's each day having an opportunity. And maybe, you know, a lot of people don't feel that. You know, and maybe because of their circumstances in their lives, maybe they don't have good reason to feel it or believe it. That's when it comes into believing it for them. For every person that cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel, you can believe that for them. You don't even have to tell them you're believing it. I mean, you can You could say, you know what, I know your life is going to get better, and until you can believe that, I'm going to hold that for you. And they may fight against it, but it's there, and it can be your truth. It's not like you're making anything up, and and it's best that if you don't. You know, don't tell somebody that you know it's going to work out if, in your mind, you don't believe it. 
because then, you know, that doesn't help. But just accept. You know, it's like, you know what? It's going to work out. It's going to be okay. You know, tomorrow's a new day, and, you know, take it the way it comes. You never know what's going to change. Life changes in a heartbeat. And by being able to be in that place of, I am grateful for everything that I have. I am grateful for everything I am. And even on days when, you know, it's just overwhelming, I always think I am doing and being exactly what I've always wanted to do and be. And that's a pretty big blessing. And if you can pick one thing in your life that you are absolutely grateful for, you know, maybe you're grateful that the or the Warriors are winning their basketball games. Okay, that's one thing to be grateful for. Or maybe, you know, you can get up and get out of bed and not have pain. Or if you do have pain, maybe, you know, in spite of the pain, you can still get up and get out of bed. Or even if you can't get up and get out of bed, you have someone who is coming and taking care of you. Now, it's not about being Pollyanna. It's not about pretending like life doesn't have those hard, dark, stinky places because it does. And sometimes we're just stuck in the dark and stinky. And life moves through that. We're not going to stay in the dark and stinky, but we will move through it. And as I I have taken as my life motto, life is fun until it isn't and it sucks until it doesn't. And no matter how fun it is, at some point it's going to suck. And no matter how much it sucks, it is going to get fun again. And by living in that way and not worrying about what we have and, oh, I've got to hold on to what I have because, you know, life is horrible and, and I can't share anything, you can always share something. And the more you give, the more you put out there, now, I mean, you know, this is not like, you know, oh, well, I've got my rent to pay, but this person needs money, so I'm going to give them my rent money. No, don't do that, because then you're not taking care of yourself. Make sure you take care of yourself, and what you give can be as simple as a kind word. What you give can be a compliment that somebody's not expecting. What you can give would be, you know, just a thought, a good thought and a good prayer, you know, in whatever way, you know, you hold that. Or even if it's just, you know, a good intention towards somebody. You know, if if you see somebody who, and you know, you're coming out of a McDonald's and there's somebody outside that looks hungry, you know, they have the dollar meals, you know, get a dollar meal and you can go outside and give it to them. And I, I've done that a few times, and it's actually pretty cool. It is, you know, a never-ending life until we finish with this one and we move on to whatever it is beyond it. And we won't know that for sure until we get beyond it. But while we're here, while we have these moments, while we have, you know, a body that can do things, a spirit that can, you know, that can reach out. While we have kind words within us that are waiting to come out to help out somebody, you know, or just listening, that can be the most giving thing that some people can do is just listen, to hear somebody out, to hold space for them as they're going through something. And being able to 
provide that is such a precious thing, and it costs nothing but a few minutes. It costs nothing but time to listen to what somebody has to say and to say, wow, you know, I'm sorry you're going through that. You know, you don't have to give anything else. Just be there. And it's amazing how many people are just so grateful that somebody just sits and listens. So there are lots of ways of giving. And it enhances us. It doesn't take away from us. Now, maybe you give and the person's not grateful. That does not lessen what you get out of it. I mean, that's that's their thing, you know, and, and maybe you make an offer and the person takes advantage of you. Well, you look at it and go, okay, well, would I still have given to them? Maybe, maybe not. But this is about what your intention is. This is about you feeling good about the choices you make, you know, in, in you know, maybe you help out somebody and they don't give you any credit. It doesn't mean that what you did was wrong. And in their hearts, they know what you did for them. Maybe they just don't have the words for it. You know, that's their issue. That's that's not yours. Not your circus, not your monkeys. What is your circus and what is your monkeys is living each day in a way that by the end of the day, you can think of one thing that you're really proud of, one thing that you did to help out another. And it is, <laughs> that's my dog barking in the background. And, you know, and speaking of dogs and, and animals and pets, being able to do things like help out at a shelter, doing things like, you know, donating blankets, so that the animals have someplace soft to sleep. Fostering, you know, that is something that, you know, it, it amazes me how Kaina is able to take care of, and she takes care of these baby kitties. They're so tremendously cute. But they require a passion. I mean, it's like having a baby full time because up at night she sees, and there's usually some. But, she takes her time and does that, which is so tremendously amazing to me. And, you know, and the fact that she does this knowing full well that she's going to give this nurturing, give this love, and then these little ones are going to go and, and be with somebody else. That she's going to invest all of that, that time and affection, and that is for somebody else to be able to benefit from. So the idea that, you know, yeah, we give because of what it does for us. We give our time and our energy not because of what we're going to get back. I mean, a thank you is nice. A thank you or acknowledgement is always very cool. And it doesn't mean that that's why we do it. It's it's about demonstrating our gratitude for all we have by sharing a little bit of it. And if everybody, you know, nobody has to share all of it because the cool part is if we each share a little bit of it, then that makes the whole thing a lot easier on everybody. Um, There's an old saying that many hands make light work. And 
um, at the the church where I'm a reverend. You know, little things like, okay, we need to um, get all the chairs cleared out. Everybody picks up their own chair, then that gets them almost all out of the way right away. But if one person has to pick up all the chairs, yeah, it gets tiring. And then week after week, then it's like, hey, I'm not picking up these chairs. Nobody else is picking them up. I'm doing all the work. So the idea that when we help out each other, we are able to do so much more in what we can give and what we can supply because we're distributing that energy. And, you know, for people, if you've got a group of friends, and you guys all, let's say you all love dogs, you know, you can get together and say, okay, each one of us is going to, you know, bring a blanket, and then we're all going to take them down and we're going to go donate them. And that's, you know, you got five friends. That's five blankets as opposed to one person trying to get five blankets. Or food drives or donating blood. Or, you know, because those are the types of things, you know, and if you're not squeamish and, you know, and it really doesn't hurt that much. I mean, little needle prick, you know, you're okay. But it can save lives. And getting a bunch of friends together and saying, hey, you know, we're all going to go, you know, once uh, every couple of months we're all going to go down together and we're going to go donate blood. Or, you know, to help out with a food drive or help out serving food, you know, doing dishes and, and, you know, helping people get coats. There's a minister who drives around. I think his, his name is Pastor Scott or something like that in San Jose. And he's got a, a van that he drives around and he gives blankets out. And a really sweet man at the church who worked at a method, works at a methadone clinic, he collects socks. Because he said the one thing that the homeless really need are dry, warm feet. That's so important to them, and they rarely have it. And so he set up this thing called Socket to Me, and people donated new socks. And he was able to distribute over 500 pairs of socks. And that meant so much to them to be able to pull on a clean, warm pair of socks. And these people don't have a whole lot. But that meant, I mean, and a lot of folks would say, well, socks don't make a big difference. You'd be surprised when your feet are cold and wet what it feels like to have warm, dry socks on and to know that somebody took their time to donate that. These are the types of things that we can do that don't take much. And if you can get other people involved in it, even better. You know, it doesn't take a whole lot to spread kindness and to spread abundance because, you know, that's what it's all about. It's all about us helping one another out. And even when you're in a tough place, even when, you know, you're not doing really good, maybe, you know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of sadness around this time of year because they're very lonely or because maybe, you know, there have been losses in the family, or maybe they feel very isolated by allowing themselves to say, okay, I'm not feeling good, but I can help somebody else feel good. I can be able to go and donate a blanket. I can take some cans of food down to the food bank and donate them. You know, maybe help them pack a couple of boxes. 
there are lots of ways that we can shift the place that we're in. And one of the best ways when we're in one of our low places is to do something for somebody else, to give, to be able to make the world a little bit gentler. And, you know, as it has been said, you know, as the Dalai Lama said, I think it was the Dalai Lama who said it, to be the change you want to see in the world. And I can't think of too many people who wouldn't like the world to be a wonderful, gentle place. So go out and be the change that you would like to see in the world. And let that start with you. You know, be the change that you would like to see someone offer you, that gentleness, that kindness. Tell yourself you've got a beautiful smile and beautiful eyes. So go out there, enjoy. If if you're in the U.S., enjoy your Thanksgiving. And if you're not, I hope you have a wonderful day in whatever tradition you carry. And because of the holiday, in honor of the holiday, we will not be going into the chat room after the show. So uh, if you'd like to reach me about anything, you can reach me through my website at www.the-healing-house.com. And in the meantime, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings. And I wish you an amazing, wonderful day of gratitude and and receiving gratitude, hearing how much you mean to someone. I know that each and every one of you who listen and who's listened over these years, you mean a lot to me. And I can never, you know, say how much it means to have you guys as a part of my life. And I hope I'm a nice part of yours. So until next week, this is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. Take care.